opening crawl. A long time ago, three friends talked about recording a show, a podcast in which they could feel truly free to discuss tons of nerdy stuff passionately, like dragons, time travel, robots, and clones, mutants, time travel, board games, and thrones, aliens, wizards, time travel, zombies, zombies that time travel? You betcha, Dobby. Comic-Con, steampunk, parallel worlds, Mega Man, Hearthstone, but no sports or girls. So red pill or blue pill, now that you know, we'd like to welcome you to the Cast Springer Show. Hello. 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cast Springers, the show about nerdy pop culture stuff. I'm here with Chris. With Randy, I myself, Patrick, how's everybody doing? Chris, I'm how doing, you doing great. Wait yeah. a second, I said. Wait. I'm too excited, guys. I've been playing the Switch OLED all week long, or two old, weeks. OLED Switch. Two weeks. It's. Old. I think we just figured out it's just old. The Switch old. <laughs> it's the Silent-y. You guys are missing the point. I've been playing it a ton every day. It's awesome. I wish one or both of you had told me to get a switch before now because I've been missing we, out. We have a whole episode. Continuing with that thought. <laughs> uh, Metroid Dread is so much fun. I don't know. It? I've read reviews on that. It sounds dreadful. Easy. easy Why, man. Chris? What? Why does it sound dreadful? Because it's um reviews said metroid dread full what okay switch old <laughs> oh i thought we do the joke part at the end of the podcast so wait did they really say i haven't read any reviews did it really say it was awful or no no i never read any reviews either. <laughs> i didn't even read any all the reviews have said it's going to be like one of the contenders for game of the year like it, it's yeah, I think what I I'm just gonna talk, guys, because I'm too excited. I did uh, read a review on Marvel of Marvel's Avengers, and they said it is now the punching bag of jokes for all supposed good video games that have flopped. It's that bad. <laughs> Marvel Avengers was, it was very such bad. a letdown. Uh, all right, moving At on. At least Cyberpunk 2077 oh. had tons of bugs for a reason. It was a letdown. Marvel's Avengers was just stale. Is that the game we played on the phone for a little bit? No, that was something else that's also stale. Well, Metroid Dread is not stale. Yeah. So, Randy, what what have you been playing? Is it just Metroid Dread? Have you been playing anything else? Yeah, my new plan is to only buy one game at a time and not let myself buy another game till I beat this game. So that way... Randy, but I just saw that um, Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart are on sale for $10 each. (laughs) Wait, really? No, Chris, why are you lying to me? Because I definitely need to buy Mario Kart. Um, Metro Dread is this is how I explained it, I think, to Pat, maybe, and one of my other buddies. Uh, it's like Mega Man 11 came out last year. Was that the new one or two years ago? That sounds right. Yeah, for uh, I got it for PlayStation and. I was hopeful it was okay. It wasn't really great. This is like everything you want in Mega Man plus more. It's so Metroid game. Well, it's 2D platformer, and you pretty much have a hand cannon like Mega Man does. So they're very similar games, and you're shooting things in a 2D world. They actually are almost the same in a sense. 
Um, Metroid though, the upgrading process of Metroid is even it's way it's way more fun than it was in Mega Man 11. I'm not saying like the old school Mega Man, but it's like awesome the way they do it. it kind it's, of sold me. It's almost open world ish because uh, mm-hmm. you keep going back through the maps and the map is huge, but you do have a flow that you can follow. I think the yeah, go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Quick, quick question. Um, can you collect pieces of armor that each individually get upgraded? You collect, I wouldn't say, you mean like armor, like defensive armor? You collect a bunch of different things. There's a ton of different things, like all over her body. And each one, some of them get upgraded higher. Some of them are just original that add to it. Yes, Pat. Uh, Randy, is this the first Metroid game you've ever played? Yes. Okay. So that And I only say that because, well, because, because some of the things you're describing is like, so Metroid did, like kind of make this genre of metroidvania the metroid castlevania games with exactly what you're describing where like you're kind of open world but you're going through your backtracking a little bit uh mm-hmm. to like get these various upgrades and stuff so that is like very par for the course for Metroid. okay games. just the same okay no that's cool i should go back and play other metroid games <laughs> and castlevania games i but the the difficulty curve is almost perfect for me like it definitely is super fun to just shoot things and the speed of it. It's not necessarily that you have to play the game fast, but the just the speed and the smoothness. It's such a smooth, like beautiful yeah. looking game. Uh, but like you do have to play the bad, the, the bosses and there's a bunch of them over and over and over again to learn what to do. And then you end up beating them. Yes, Chris. Do they have a casual mode where you don't have to do any of that? Honestly, I don't think it has any, it has no difficulty setting, which blows me away. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I don't see anything in there. Like when I was playing uh, the Star Wars game, you guys were telling me was uh, that I said was super hard. Every time I died, if I died too much, it says it actually gave me the tip on the screen. You can lower the difficulty setting. (laughs) You're terrible at this. I have, I have died a lot in Metroid and it never says that. So I figure, okay, there probably isn't something like that, but it's, it's a great mix of puzzles and bad it's, and it's a perfect switch game. I've been playing, I've been sitting in front of my 65 inch LG C10 TV with it off and just been playing on the handheld on the couch. Cause I enjoy <laughs> just playing handheld so much. So it's, it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It takes the same, you know, this is probably a stupid question. It's the same games as um, a regular switch, right? You don't have to buy special old games right because we could game swap oh we definitely oh yes we can definitely game swap we'll be swapping games left and right who wants it first guys dibs i raised my hand (laughs) but i said but i said dibs oh i'm using buzzing actually guys i was waiting for you to and all right perfect i'll buy you a sword done all right chris gets it (laughs) I'll buy you a sword too. Wait, so Chris definitely gets it? (laughs) All right, I'm buying me a sword. Swords all around. (laughs) But uh, yeah, to to piggyback off of Randy, uh, I have some video game news too, because I, let's see, this past, it's been like two weeks, I think, since since we last recorded. So I beat Link's Awakening, which was very fun. Again, I think, like I said, the last episode, I think I talked about it. uh, Super throwback to like a link to the past from SNES. I love that game. And this was just like that. It was awesome. Yes, Randy. 
So Pat, me and you will be swapping. So I need to be Metro because sure. well, I definitely want to play that. I, will, I swap my copy of Link's Awakening with your copy of Link's Awakening. Okay. And, and then, then I'll swap with Randy I'm, again. So, yeah, I'm, so actually I will get the game. So I'll have your Link's Awakening and Randy's Metroid Dread. So I'm in a text group with uh, our super fans, Cook and Jared, and I was telling him about it. And Cook's like, all right, Randy, once you're done with Metroid, We'll swap and I'll give you Hades. And then like 10 seconds later, Jared texts, isn't that my Hades game that you're going <laughs> to And Cook's like, yeah, but you know, I have it now. It's like, so oh boy. I'll swap it. I remember this from the old it. days. I'm never going to see that Metroid game ever again. <laughs> no, you won't. Every Saturday to, to kill time, because it's usually just me and the boys, we end up going to the library and they get, they pick out Switch games from the library so they we have switch like, games at the library. Yeah, yeah, we have like a constant That's... rotation of brand new switch games. They get two to four switch games every Saturday, <laughs> and you get them for a week. So they're constantly like trying new games. If they like it, we'll go back and renew it the next Saturday. But it's it's pretty cool. Like the library just has tons yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Do they have like good switch games, or are they all kind of like the weird? Ah, they got Splatoon two. They have oh. um like the the they don't have like the triple a okay like far cry that's a game right like yeah. the adult more the more adult yeah. games they don't have but you might we might because we're usually in the kids section and i know there's another section of uh games and like the teen section and there might be even is a, it, a third is it section. like behind a black curtain with like <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. lights in it yeah, they're real, real, weird, section. creepy people walk back there. And then, <laughs> a lot of neon. Yeah, they look like there must be treadmills back there, too. <laughs> I don't know. They're always out of breath when they come out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, Pat, but go on. So you, that you, E-box. Oh, you be so it, was all, it was all worth it for that black curtain joke. <laughs> uh, uh, so I beat that. So I started in, uh, I had also just bought... Uh, guardians of the galaxy for ps5 how is that it is very good it's very fun i i'm not super far into it like the way my schedule is shaking out i haven't really been able to like sink a ton of time into it i've only played like maybe maybe like two or three hours of game gameplay time um but so so far it's really good the the it feels it's a unique story which i which i appreciate and like um and it just feels like that guardians of the galaxy like I don't know, just just fun, light, bantering, silly, but also tons of action. I guess I will say the one critique I have so far is the uh, the like fights, the battles are so like I haven't quite gotten the groove of it yet. I think because I haven't played it enough, but it's it's like a little too chaotic. Where like I can't like the way you kind of do all the fighting and whatnot. Like you you are just in control of Star Lord. And you have to command the other guardians to like do stuff, but there's so much going on and it's like so fast paced. It can be hard at times for me to like tell all of them to do like this and that because you're just getting like blasted in the face while you're trying to do all that. So, uh, so I'm still trying to figure all that out, but I th- I also feel like once you get the hang of it, it's going to be really cool and really fun. I feel like I just haven't had enough time to like get the hang of it a little bit. Yeah. But it's, it's the game looks great. Again, like I said, it's, very funny very good it's made me laugh out loud a few times already so <laughs> the soundtrack i heard is really good the soundtrack is amazing because it's all they licensed everything so like they actually got the legit 
you know a bunch of like 80s legit songs and stuff that's awesome very good and it is very funny like i think i don't know how much you guys know about the game but uh if you're like doing it at various points in the battle like if things are going super good or also super bad you can do what's called like a huddle up where like they bring all the guardians and you give them like a pep talk but it also picks a random song from the soundtrack to do it and so like i think i had like take on me playing in the background while i was just like trying to blast all these like guys who were really like, killing us it was just like it just creates so much these really, fun yeah it creates these really like silly funny moments with the soundtrack and stuff like the do you get the feel of like the beginning is of guardians 2 when they they have um mr blue eyes yes. plan yeah yes that's awesome. very much so yeah it's been really good i'm excited to uh, I think this weekend I'll have some some more time to really really get into it, and so I'm excited to to do that. Cool, cool. Chris, Chris what have you been nerding on, man? Um, so I I did a little experiment. So we've talked about the game Retro Bowl on um, <laughs> the iPhone. So I did a little experiment where. So honestly, I've been playing that, I feel like nonstop, I got a little addicted to it. And I won, won five straight retro bowls, which is like okay. played through five straight seasons, um, had a, a super stacked team. And then I decided to trade away all my five star defense, defensive players and draft all offensive linemen to see if the offensive linemen um, were, did anything in the game. And it turns out they don't. <laughs> After winning five straight retro bowls, I didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> because it turns out if you don't have any defense, the other, even the one star other teams score every single time they get the ball. So it's pretty much a coin toss of can I score, can score every, every time, time I get the ball? Who has the last possession? <laughs> or, and if you turn it over once, you they will automatically win because you can't, you'll never get a turnover against them. So defense is important and the offensive linemen I, they, I like I didn't notice a difference in my offense I was still like only had three to four seconds to to pass the ball and I guess if I ran a running play up the middle I would get an extra two yards so I'd get five instead of three but you don't um, score on your running plays like all the time I was a pass-based team my running back wasn't like that great I mean, if you're all offensive linemen, you're clearly a pass-based team, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't even pass block them better. Like, it, they didn't uh, – so offensive linemen in the game are completely worthless, <laughs> except to be funny and, and draft, have one on your team. But I don't have any – oh, so the thing that proved – so I didn't make the playoffs. I think I finished uh, nine and eight, or maybe even eight and nine, because they have a 17-game season now and didn't make the playoffs. And then I traded them all away and drafted all rookie defensemen in the first game of the next season. I won 57 to 14 Ooh. and it's Defense the wins most games. points I've scored <laughs> ever. Uh-huh. Defense right. wins games. I had like five turnovers that game. Defense wins championships. They always took, say that. took that ball away. I mean, so retro bowl, I'm playing a lot of it. That's about That's it. it. Watch Dune. Did we talk about that last show? No, because we haven't watched, we haven't it, watched yet. it yet. No. We, so we you'll know. hear a lot about the theater going experience, guys. And let me tell you, like going to IMAX is a thing. Just going to regular theater. I feel that you really pick up Denis Villanueva's um, 
you know, directorial talents on the small screen, the smallest uh, you can phone. on you, your phone. You are, you have been a, and since we've started the podcast, I've been a strong mm-hmm. proponent Listen, of I of had phone. some knockoff oh. AirPods in my ears, not even the real ones, but I had my own personal sound system. Big you know, mobile movie goer, this guy, Chris. You, you, uh, and I, I'm pretty sure um, Mr. Villanueva meant for people to watch 45 minutes and then like the next day, watch the next 45 <laughs> minutes and then that night, watch the last hour. Really, Pretty really sure stretch it out over sitting a through the whole. You really wanted to to limit the, the uh, you know, just letting it go and and getting into Arrakis in the desert. So he's like, this movie works better as a trilogy. So yeah, if you just exactly. pause, I made it, it my own trilogy. Yeah. yeah. So, so Chris, I had, I sent the text out last night. So I was with two guys playing Dungeons and Dragons last night. Guys, a new new. Uh, new game we're playing it's awesome castles and crusades actually i talked a little bit about that yep uh i'm an illusionist it's so much fun um being an illusionist is by far the best thing i've ever done in my life way better than wizard or any other magic user it's just it gives you a lot of spells that give you a lot of freedom um and then i sent you guys a picture of the dungeon master brought a a flat screen tv laid it backside down so it was facing up on the table and then he used that as our maps so he would just upload maps from his computer to the tv and we would we'd like we're walking on the tv with the minis it was so cool it was awesome but anyway that is super cool ah, so much fun smart yeah but anyways uh two of the guys there have already seen dune now chris i didn't ask for your rating yet but those two both gave it 10 out of 10s now these are hardcore D players giving dune 10 out of 10 i feel like i should believe them chris what would you say well first did they see it in a theater or did they see it how you're supposed to see it on okay. a small, a small screen, screen. On so screen. one of them one of them saw it at imax to be fair the other one went to amc webster watched it in recliners but watched it on his phone because he had heard it was better to watch it on your phone so okay he didn't look at the screen at all see the thing (laughs) i want to try is i'm gonna have to borrow my wife's um apple watch and then try to see if i could get it on that (laughs) the micro screen yeah Yeah, micro screen Uh (laughs) no i mean i liked it it was really good i think we've had when uh, super fan Rob was on the show. We had the discussion that, uh, yeah, this is a two part movie. The first movie is the first half of the book, which nothing really happens. And he made a good movie about how nothing really happens, but I think it was great. I mean, I love Dune. I've always been a huge Dune fan since I was a teenager. Um, but you're saying, really good. This, you're saying the second movie is going to be where it's at. Yes. The second movie is where all the action is, where this was all like background character building. Um, I I do got to say he did a lot with a little, I guess, because like he really put the action in there where from what I remember in the book, there's a few short action sequences, but he really like built it up and made them um, intense. The score and soundtrack is absolutely fantastic that's what these guys said to Hans Zimmer which is my favorite it's I don't know how to explain it but that like makes the movie amazing 
So I, um, I, I think Hans Zimmer did, he did Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Mm-hmm. He did Superman. He did Dark Knight. Didn't I don't, he? Did he do? Did he do? I thought Man of Steel. I mean, Man of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel. Yes. He did Man right. of Steel. He did Dark Knight, which is one of my favorite soundtracks. He did, he did Simpsons. Simpsons. He's he's my favorite, hands down, all time. I, I just know there was like all this talk about like it's sci-fi movies are are so so hard to score, and you can't make a like. You can't get the feeling through the score for a sci-fi movie. And Hans Zimmer is just like, hold on a second. Hold my beer. Hold yeah. My beer. <laughs> Let me get this. So get I, he ran a masterclass on that masterclass uh, website oh, yeah. that I watched. Yep. And he's, he's a funny guy. Like he actually like, he's, he nerds out hardcore about music and just like really goes into how he comes up with these themes. I think he did Pirates of the Caribbean. He was talking about there, but yeah, he's awesome. I think Timothy Chameley was really good. I thought um, Jason Momoa was good. Um, Josh Brolin, I would have liked to see. I think you see more of him in the next movie. Zendaya, obviously she's she had a, a lot of screen time where she just looks over her shoulder and smiles. Princess Erlon. <laughs> and, and that's it. And then at the end, she like threatens to kill Paul. That's funny. But everyone's like, <laughs> Wait, did you gonna... just tell everybody the end of Dune? What the hell? <laughs> it's no spoiler. Like he be, she kills him at the beginning of the next. Oh, wait. oh okay. Uh, she she what she I didn't well I only read the first half of Dune so I guess I've already seen this part of the movie. But um, well that's where the movie ends is when he meets her. He, and then and then Spider Man swoops in and like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. Tom Holland. The two I'm really curious about because I don't hear I haven't heard really much of anything about them before the movie is who plays the Baron? Is it one of the Sars Skarsgard? Yeah. Skarsgard plays the Baron. Is He's that, really good in it. I want to see him. And then um the the mom, what was her name? Lady Jessica. Lady Jessica. She's she's a big part of the book. So I'm curious. I was her, wondering. I forget who plays her, but she was really good too. Yeah. Um the dad, Duke. Atreides, who the X-wing pilot, he was really uh, good. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was really good, and yeah. his beard is out of this world, <laughs> literally, because it's on another planet. But his, beard, his facial hair is amazing. Makes you want to grow beard that himself. Then he's got talent. <laughs> A little better than yours, Pat. You're almost there. I think his is Working just more. He grew it longer. You could obviously Must tell. Have. Yeah, he's had more time. That's all that's yeah. missing. Okay. But you're like, like, I couldn't. I can't watch it on the big screen because I will get lost in that man's beard. <laughs> <laughs> but even like I'm just looking at, I like pause the phone and be like, man, how does he do that? How does he style that? Like I haven't shaved in like four weeks and I have barely a goatee. <laughs> Chris, and if it's I, with a small screen too, you can pause it, scope mm-hmm. out the beard. Yeah, yeah. If I was an IMAX, I couldn't check out his facial hair nearly as intricately like on the phone you can zoom in chris pictures to look at later i'm i'm wondering which way do you hold your phone when you watch it straight up and down of course (laughs) wait you have to watch it straight up and down really get that condensed (laughs) (laughs) so you watch it <laughs> no, you hold it sideways, but you make sure it was filmed up and down. So it really gives you those black bars on the side. You're blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah. He Perfect. Lock, he locks the screen, but he holds it sideways yes, exactly. the other way. So he watches the whole movie upside down. Yeah. 
<laughs> get that artistic feel. How Dennis Villanueva wanted you to watch it. <laughs> right, of course. All right. Well, I think now that we've kind of caught up on what we've been nerding out on, it's time to move into the only segment of this week's episode, because that's right. It's time to play another toss a coin to your caster. To your caster. To your caster. Toss a coin. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> so well, we're playing this because the Witcher, Witcher season two trailer dropped. Well, actually, I believe it's coming out in like a couple weeks, isn't it? No, that's when we do round three. Perfect. Trailer dropped, so we're excited about it, and it does look good. I didn't watch a trailer, but a lot of monsters in it. The headline I saw said Witcher season two is going to be incredible. That was the headline of the article. (laughs) I'm excited. All right, so I came up with the questions for this week, but we're changing up a little bit how we did them. So for how we're how I'm doing mine is the guys have only seen four of my eight questions. So we'll have four questions that they've gotten to do a little, they've gotten to preview the questions. So do a little research on figure out. And then I have four other questions that they have no idea what they are. So it's going to be a little bit more of like a lightning round kind of thing. So we'll get into first the four questions that they've had a little time to think about. Question number one, what is the best video game system and game for that system? So Randy, I'm going to start with you. I thought a lot about this question, Pat. Can I ask a clarifying question about this? Sure. Best as in how? Yep. Okay, that's the answer I thought you would give. So I guess I have a few different answers. Then no, I got pick one. <laughs> he doesn't say pick one. He's got two question marks here. I'm guessing that meant two answers. Um, Nintendo Entertainment System was the best for me. It was my first, it was the most nostalgic. Um, to me, it brings me back to my favorite type of games, just simple 2d side scrolling games for the most part, love Nintendo entertainment system. But that being said to me personally, if I had to pick though, take away Nintendo, the best video game system to me is the Sega dreamcast and the best video game for that system is power stone and here's my reason why you can't buy the system anymore which means i can never play power stone because they've never ported it onto anything else you can't port dreamcast games onto like emulate you can't emulate them you can't emulate them yeah is that why why is that i believe you no because i've tried my favorite game ever, Dragon Force, is on the Dreamcast, and I, there's something about how it's coded or how it reads the disc that you it, you can't make a functional emulator from it somehow. There's a few out there that, but they always like don't they don't work well. I, I believe that because there's no way to get these games either. Like mm-hmm. they've never remade these games either. And Power Stone was one of my favorite games. So Randy, I have not, I've not played Power Stone or heard of it. What is, cause I, I, so I'll be honest, I did not have a Dreamcast. I, my, one of my best friends did, and he had a lot of really good games and he would also, I think, be right with you. Like if you, if I asked him what his favorite system was or best system, he would definitely argue for the Dreamcast. So I never had it. Um, Super Fan Cook also, he had it and he had Power Stone. So you played, I think we could play with four players, which was pretty 
I don't know when it came out, but it was definitely cool to play with four players. And it was almost like, uh, I feel like it was like a Smash Brothers-ish, but it was more of a 3D-ish screen. Um, and you pick characters and I think you had to fight each other from what I remember. It was awesome. It was so, but it felt like more fun. I'm not a big smash brothers fan. It was like more, more fun, like easier for anybody to kind of beat anybody else. You had different powers and, um, you know, it was, it was definitely like a sci-fi ish though, not like fantasy ish. So it wasn't like you were playing like a, as a wizard or things like that. Like there was like a pilot, I think, and things like that. It was, it was so much fun. And we would just have a riot trying to beat on each other, you know, from this, like, <laughs> Chris, seriously, I, trying to smash each other. I get it. Yeah. Try to kill each other in this game, Chris. Would you like to answer this question? Yeah, I also put a lot of thought into this. Um, I have two answers. Okay. My first answer is, fair. is I'm going with the the classic, which superpower would you want? And I want all of them. So my favorite video game system is Raspberry Pi with every wow. game ever made. Wow, 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 wow. I knew, I, I knew that's the I'd wish for game. more wishes if I found a genius. Exactly. <laughs> No, my real answer, and Pat already gave it away. It's the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the greatest video game ever, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. We've established that as pure fact on this very podcast through several logical conclusions on many an episode. There's only one answer, and that's it. It's a a great answer. It is a great answer. I can't even disagree with that one. So, Randy... You brought up a lot of great points. I want to give you this coin because even because of the nostalgia you talk about, now I had that with a bunch of my buddies in the PlayStation. Um, mm. But Chris is right, and so it go the coin goes to him. Here you go, Chris. But you know, I don't even know if I can accept this coin. I'm gonna accept it, but I don't know if I would can really because that. I mean, Pat's question is like, when was the War of eighteen twelve? 1812. I mean, what's the best game? <laughs> was it though? Game? What? Nothing. All right, yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris, name your other top two games for Super NES. Uh, it would probably be, I love Super Mario World. Yes, agreed. And then, I mean, you are correct. And um, per, now this isn't this, we're getting into opinion territory. It would, I love Final <laughs> Fantasy 2. So Final, uh, played Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 2 would be one of my answers as well. Yeah. But also we're brothers and we both played it. Yeah. And you and I showed I, I raised you saying this is the greatest game ever. I raised yes. you. <laughs> fact. Fact. Uh I, I would say my my other favorite game for SNES was uh the original Mega Man X. Like oh, the first, first one. Game. First one. So, Remember Yoshi's Island? That you, was a fun game. Yoshi's Island. Donkey Kong Country. Throw, throw the eggs. So yes. you guys have you guys have You've named been catching baby with, Mario on your back with Donkey Kong Country. You've named four of the top five best games, but you've missed number three. I guess I would give it three. Uh, Super Metroid. Oh, you were close with Super, but no, Super Mario Kart Boys, the original. See, I don't think the original. Oh, was that, that was, was that my great. game. You guys are out of your mind, so, out of your freaking mind. You, I'm about to turn off this Zoom right played, now. <laughs> after playing 
uh, Nintendo Switch Mario Kart. And oh, after going, traveling to the future 30 years or yeah, right, and then going back Super Mario Kart. It, it, okay, it loses, go ahead. Go ahead. Loses, I was, I'll just say I was more of an F-Zero fan. Uh, I like that sense of speed. <laughs> F-Zero was good, but had nothing. Guys, Mario Kart, oh, I, can't, I can't even handle this. Mario Kart changed changed everything that, that uh, game came out it was f-zero i think changed it all i've probably put more hours into that mario kart game than any game i've ever played and i've run through both legend of zelda link to the past and super mario world at least five times each and i've still put more hours into that mario kart. i'm more of a fan of Sonic all right. racing all right anyway the, chris got the chris got the coin next question whoop, whoop. enough of this so this next question do you have this one was inspired because it was just happening happening to me while I wrote these questions. So do you ever have a song that randomly pops into your head fairly often? And if so, what song? And I gave an example that mine, this this song pops into my head probably at least once a week, if not more, uh, is Over the Hills and Far Away by Led Zeppelin. How does that one go? <laughs> Great. Now that song stuck in my head. Enjoy. All right. So, so wait. So Chris, you can go first this time. So Pat, I'm gonna play something for you, and I want to know if you, because I believe we've had this conversation. I want to know if you remember this song. I, I cannot hear it. Can you hear it? No, not at all. So so it was an eighth, the, the video from YouTube, and I believe this is when I played it also, it's an eighth grade band song called Emblem of Victory. Victory. And it starts with this drum beat. And then halfway through the song, the drum beat switches to snare and the horns kick in and everyone it just you're you're celebrating a victory because you just won an emblem okay and that uh initial drum beat of um pops in my head like all the time almost daily uh when that drum beat pops in your head do you immediately associate it with emblem of victory or is it just like a drum beat that you're like oh this could like be to anything oh it's always emblem of victory okay I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Whenever I win something, I'm playing that in my okay. head. Whenever I beat Randy in a Mario Kart race, Emblem of Victory is here as I cross the finish line. All right. Randy. When I when I get this coin. Oh, I said Randy. Emblem of Victory is going to be in my head. So Mario Kart for Super Nintendo <laughs> is by far and away one of the best. So I'm not just saying this because we're on a nerd podcast. This legitimately is the song that pops into my head. It's usually just the intro. I'm going to play it for you guys. I think I got to share my screen so you can hear it. Because we had a lot of luck with Chris Chris pointing it. Ooh. So for our our listeners out there who may not be in tune with the MIDI uh, game title screen songs, this is the theme song 
for Mega Man 3. And it's good. It's quite good. That's when it starts to suck. So I, I stopped listening to it then. But <laughs> That's when I think you should be able, I think everyone should have been able to hear that. Yeah, I think so. Um, the recording probably picked it up. Yep. Sure. We'll know we'll know when they take the podcast down for copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, for, when we get what is it, DCMA, DMCA, or whatever. It's usually just the intro though. Dun, nah, 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 nah. It just pops into my head sometimes. I don't know. I love, hey, actually, so these were both very good answers. Uh, I think Randy gets the edge because it's a video game. Ask you a question. Did you also play Emblem of Victory in eighth grade band? Uh, I that I, so I do actually have a pretty good memory of a lot of the songs we played. I do not think I ever played Emblem of Victory. Oh, we've had the conversation that you did. Maybe it wasn't you. It must have been my other brother who went to the same high school as me. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Uh, All right. Who I love a lot more. Wait, hmm. you want? No, nothing. What's the next <laughs> question? Right. So this next question, this this I think may have been one of my favorite questions. Not to toot my own horn, but my favorite questions that I came up with. Um. So, <laughs> not to yeah, do my own heart, but I love this question, and I'm amazing <laughs> at writing questions. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Chris. See, now I didn't have to do my own heart. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> which situation where quote unquote the kids take over would be the best to be in, and why? And you could also, I tried to make a list of just some examples to kind of get at what this question was, because I understand the question probably isn't worded great. Um, and then I also wrote that you can have your own examples if I didn't list any. But so some examples I wrote were like, so like in Peter Pan's Lost Boys, and in particular in my head, I have like kind of the Lost Boys from Hook, like especially that meal scene where they're- The food fight food scene. Fight. Yeah. yeah. So You're good. doing it. Um, Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone lost in New York. So now you're just in a different city. Uh, Simpsons Camp Krusty, Heavyweights, House Arrest, Ooh, Lord of the Flies, get a little dark. Uh, the kid, a, <laughs> so what inspired this question really was I was showing my son. Um, hang on, Chris. I was showing my son the <laughs> uh, the Ninja Megazord. And so the best example I could find was from the Morning More from Power Rangers movie. And I totally forgot that the, the parents get brainwashed. And so there's this crazy kid party where they're playing with all the slime from Ivan Ooze. And so that's actually where this question came from inspired so the kid party from mighty Morphin power rangers also the kid party from teenage mutant ninja turtles where the kids are all hanging out in like the skate park uh before they you want regular old man fall yes that's the one <laughs> yes yes hey, you got a cigarette so um, kids doing parents are around to smoke cigarettes smoke cigarettes and skate that's what kids do in the early 90s <laughs> so uh those are my examples if you or if you came up with your own i'd love to hear them so randy you get to go first. Um, it was tough because Hook, Hook by far, that scene was just the one of my favorite scenes of all time is when they, you know, they imagine that meal. Um, but what I really, what I really want to have to deal with pirates. Um, but it looked like so much fun being on that island, but no girls. So that I was going back and forth on this one. Our theme song says no girls, no girls. Um, I did just watch a show on Hulu that made me think of this, which, or it was Amazon prime where a bunch of girls are in a plane crash and they're trapped in, they're like stuck in an Island and they can't get off of it. Um, I think you were watching lost. No, yeah. it was. <laughs> did it you wasn't. just rewatch lost? I mean, I love lost. So that's why I watched this show. <laughs> 
that looked not much fun either. Um, out of your list, Pat, I I really haven't seen some of these movies or remember some of these scenes besides Lord of the Flies, which I know I would not choose to be on that <laughs> island. So I think I had to go with, I really racked my brain for anything else that I could remember, but this was such a good question and it kind of caught me off guard when I read it earlier today. I didn't, couldn't really come up with much else. So I got to go with Peter Pan um, because it just is like obviously the most fun. Um, Peter Pan though, when Rufio's in charge, because I would love to be able to just yell Rufio when he came in. So that's my answer. All right, Chris. Randy, uh, Randy, um, I, I don't know how to say this lightly, but you're bringing up a very traumatic experience for Patrick that you might not be aware of as his older brother. This isn't fair. I you have insider info. This. I believe he said it on this podcast. <laughs> no, of course. But we'll let him talk about that. You know, I don't want to put words in his mouth. He's worked through this, so I don't. We'll let him re, uh, reveal his trauma his, that he had to live through and cope with. Uh, so, Pat, I was read the question, read Peter Pan, Home Alone, Home Alone, Lost New York. And as soon as like, oh, so he means the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles party when all the, the kids wanted cigarettes. <laughs> and then as I'm reading, I get down to get party from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's like, oh, yeah, so we're on the same page. Um, you also had Lord of the Flies listed twice. I wasn't I, sure if that was on purpose. No, that was a that was a typo. I just noticed that. Then you also have teeth clenched emoji next to one. Instead of placing the teeth clenched emoji into the document, he wrote can, the words teeth clenched. Yeah, because I Lord can of you, the Flies. Can you put in a uh, an emoji in a Google Doc? I don't know if you can. You have to you have to um, take Copy a picture of it on your phone and then text it. To your email oh. and then cut and paste the screen. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just right teeth clenched emoji. <laughs> yeah. So the one that, <laughs> um, no, this is a movie that is near and dear to my heart. I've seen it probably once, but it stuck with me. Can I wait? Can I time out real quick, Chris? I'm not going to say it. Oh man, I should have said it already because I did have one more I was going to pull in, but now I'm thinking you might say it. Go ahead, Chris. It's a movie about a group of children who get, can't remember if they get locked in or have to take over, or I think they're snowed in to an airport. It's entitled Unaccompanied Minors. Kids stuck in an airport. I mean, lots of space restaurants everywhere on the concourse just running up and down going crazy uh you have jets at your leisure so pretty much you can go anywhere in the world if you really wanted to get down to it or you can try i mean they probably i mean you can try yeah yeah remember when you were a little kid and you would get invited up on a flight if you had like you stayed on the same flight at a layover you could get invited up to the cockpit and see oh yeah i've been there baby yeah go behind the black curtain with the pilot oh that actually doesn't sound great now that i think about it (laughs) (laughs) never mind probably Uh, don't let you do that so my answer is unaccompanied minors kids getting stuck in an airport okay so i i sucked you guys in to my 
Peter Pan because I knew Pat's background because I didn't want to give Chris the opportunity to say he agreed with my movie, but I do have the best movie, the best situation ever. Wait, wait, did you already give the answer? No, that was a trick answer because I knew Pat had, I remembered the episode. It was called Pat's Bad Time with Peter Pan. That was the title of the episode that we <laughs> did. We didn't have, that's not a title of our episode. Boo-hoo, uh, emoji with crying face, Pat's bad. It wasn't the actual movie, G. It was written out in words. <laughs> Pat's bad time. My movie, guys, is Camp Nowhere with Christopher Lloyd. No, because Camp Nowhere is just a bad version of Heavyweights. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ah, man, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Or is Heavyweights a bad version of Camp nope. Nowhere? Nope. Just take the coin, what? Chris. People... Just take the coin. Just take the coin. Yeah. I, I'm so, having flashbacks when I lost. I lost last round of this too. So, so Randy, actually, I will say because you, it was funny listening to you in your original answer talk about it because you like talked yourself out of your own answer and then still went with it anyway. Like you talked about, like, yeah, we don't want to deal with pirates. Hey, Randy. They he he murders a kid. He murders Rufio. It's not a good place to live. You got pirates just killing kids left and right. Why would you want to live there? Because you can fly. You can fly, right? If you're Peter Pan, I guess you can fly. Oh, yeah, right. Peter Kendrick can fly. And I was gonna say they can't all fly. Old in the movie. In Hook, uh, you're, we're saying the Lost Boys. Whatever. Like Take the, the coin, Chris. Take the damn the lo- coin. I guess that is a question because in Hook, the Lost Boys can't fly, right? It's just Peter Pan. They can fly yeah, with Tinker Tinkerbell dust. The Lost Boys cannot fly. Right, because like no Jake one else. Jake and flies. the Neverland Pirates. Oh, Jake cannot fly, and he's a Lost Boy. Okay, so they can't fly. It's just Peter Pan. However, uh, it is you're you're almost right there, Randy. Like it is almost totally worth it just for the food scene. You get to imagine um, your own food. So I, I also do want to say, Chris, you had a great answer. Um, based on my list, I did have some right and wrong answers, just so you guys know. Uh, the kid party from the Power Rangers movie, that's a wrong answer because like they're playing with slime. It's super weird. It's like, why is this fun, guys? This isn't fun. You're just like putting slime in a blender. Like, that's not great. Um, obviously, Lord of the Flies, that's a wrong answer. Um, actually, I really, before Chris said being stranded in the uh, uh, airplane hangar, no, what? Airport? Airport, um, yeah. I actually really thought about this a lot as well. And I think the correct answer for all of these is home alone lost in New York. Uh, just like having, having a credit card and just being able to do whatever you want. In like oh, a city. Like it's mm. pretty good. Um, but Chris, you gave, so no coins out this round. So Chris, next round three, Chris, Chris you get the coin. Damn. You had a great answer. Um, you actually played into one of my other favorite movie tropes. It's why I love Dawn of the Dead so much is like being stuck right in like a mall or like you, you said in an airport where there's just nobody else around. So you just get to take and do whatever you want with, and get creative with all the stuff that's there. So okay. well, Hold on, one then of my, my favorite parts of uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith, that movie is just the first half hour and he's when he owns New York City and he can do whatever he wants. He's got the line of cars and stuff. That, that that should just just made that two hours long. So Agreed. hold on. So when Chris just said that he liked I Am Legend, that didn't disqualify him from any getting any coins ever again. No, I like I Am Legend too. Oh, man. Here you go. Need a new judge. 
Hey, when you write the questions, you can judge. That, All right. that is actually how it works, Randy. So if I had said, hold on, if, the judge. if I had said National Lampoon's Vacation because they get the run of the amusement park, which is by far one of the best things you could get the run of. There are adults there, though. Okay. All right. All right. Question four. But, I'll, but I'll, you're not, you, you would be on the right track. If there's a, and there might be a movie out there where it's kids take over an amusement park. And if there hasn't, Hollywood producers, contact the kids. Yeah, so first. We're hashing the script out. We're hashing the script out. We'll figure it out. Kids taking over an amusement park. We got mm-hmm. a blockbuster on our hands, folks. All right. Last question of the previewed questions. Who would win in a fight? Goku from Dragon Ball Z or Saitama from One Punch Man and why? Randy. So it's funny you wrote this because on Friday night, I went to a Halloween party with some friends and we were actually talking about how these animes get so crazy with who can beat who so even within dragon ball z who can beat who like goku can beat gohan or can beat um vegeta then frieza then you just keep one upping it and how far up do you go um in this case i personally it's got to be saitama but i want to i want to say goku um, but only because I like Goku better, but it's got to be Saitama. He's one punch man. I mean, no question. Okay. All he needs is one punch. And Goku gets punched a lot in Dragon Ball Z. So I'd say Saitama. Okay. Chris? Look, I'll tell Randy he's right with his answer because the answer is Saitama. But his reasoning and logic is completely wrong. Okay, here's the correct reasoning and logic. So first, Saitama does 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and runs five miles a day. You forgot makes... squat thrusts. And squat thrusts. In what type of gravity, Chris? Because Goku does that in Mm-mm, no accelerated See, gravity. No, no. Goku is so busy powering up for six straight episodes, and then he has to stop powering up and go get his license. And then come back and power up some more. Saitama is gonna one punch him, knock him out. He only needs one punch. One punch man, Saitama's the winner. So, so I'm gonna well, agree so, with Chris. Well, so I, I will say, um, so we split the coin. So, you both had an interesting, I mean, you both had the same answer, but Chris actually, Randy's logic was completely right. He's one yes. punch man, he only needs one punch. So, coin goes Boom. to Randy. Yes, that. your yeah, reason he was he, he can do a hundred punch push-ups. Yes. hundred push-ups. That, Chris, that's basic calisthenics. <laughs> but it is a funny. Oh, so you saw that episode two, Pat. It, it is. It is a funny fight. You're taking a guy who can win a fight probably quicker than anybody else versus a guy who takes the longest to win a fight yeah. than anybody else. <laughs> well, and it's one of the reasons too. I picked that question is because so I I uh, fool around a lot on Quora. That the website where like people ask question, Quora Quorum. Was that what it's called? It's behind yeah. that black curtain in uh, the library. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a website, and uh, <laughs> so it just has like like someone posts a random question, and all these people answer it. And of course, in my nerddom, I fall down these crazy. That's why I've learned so much about Dungeons and Dragons because I've read a lot of random questions on the D and D, even though I've never played a game. Um, <laughs> But for animes, that's that's a question that comes up a lot. And people 
bring in all these crazy detailed answer answers and like try to scale like well he's beating this guy and he's beating that guy exactly what you're seeing randy and it boils down to though the correct answer is just no he's one punch man exactly what you said he just beats him in one punch because that's the thing that's his power that's what he does that's what he does it doesn't matter doesn't how do that. he's not a character right but the, be- the better question is how did they create an entire anime around a guy who beats everyone with one punch and that is the genius of the show it yeah. is the show is so good and so funny <laughs> so amazing yeah but all right, so that does it for the questions you guys got to preview. Now we're into the nitty gritty, the ones you don't even know. First question of this round. What is the ideal sword? Chris. Oh my God. <laughs> we didn't give this one ahead of time. I have to come up with one on the spot. He doesn't give us any wait time at all. <laughs> Chris, so take your time I with this. Take your time with this, Chris. No problems. I'll just be here ready to answer. Like, do you want a specific sword? Do I describe my Interpret- ideal sword? This question has been open to interpretation on purpose. <sighs> Does it have to be actually usable? Because <laughs> there's a lot of awesome swords. If you have to ask, you you've already lost hurt. the coin. Like, if I had a lightsaber... I would kill myself before anything ever happened, before I even like got it in training. <laughs> but, a, but a lightsaber is a super cool sword. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it is. Some might say it's the ideal sword. But what judging by Pat's facial expression, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that for this answer. What um, what defines a sword? So because a lightsaber is a sword made out of light, so it can be a what I, I do want to tell you. Uh, with that last question and this question, we are touching on several future Giant Sword Club strips. <laughs> You've already mentioned like three, three of them that I have written in my head. Um, I am going to say the most ideal sword is the giantest sword you can functionally carry. Okay. You don't have to use, use it's just, you know, they had. Um, swords that were designed to uh, decapitate a horse that is the ideal sword okay uh randy i think the ideal sword is personalized to that person who wants to use it like i love the idea of like I like like the kill bill idea where each sword is a little bit different and it's, you know, it's your own personal sword and it all depends on what you're going to do with that sword and who you're going to kill. Like even in game of Thrones, some of the swords are made out of Valyrian steel, which my favorite part is that those are the only swords that can kill certain things. So I love a sword that has a special ability with it. So it's not just a sword. It's not just a katana. It's not just like an old school, like King Arthur sword. You know, it's not just the biggest sword you can find laying around. It's a sword that has a specific function with a specific special ability with it. That being said, blade sword is still my favorite sword with the booby trap in the handle so a sword with a booby trap actually is probably my favorite sword all right all right actually uh both decent answers you're both wrong because no one said <laughs> flaming sword it's a sword that's on fire is the correct answer i but... thought i thought our well well our podcast is called cast bringer so i really thought the right answer was yeah, ashbringer right. but um, but i will say uh 
Randy, your answer started off a little rough, but I love the details that you gave in it, like as you went, and I love the actually non so subtle dig at Chris's answer. So you get the coin. <laughs> oh yes. Wait, toss it again. I didn't catch it that time. Yeah. Oh, got it. All right. Oof, guys, it's getting fun. So uh what I think actually Randy may have taken the lead with that one at three to two, three coins to two. I'll agree, even though it doesn't I seem like I have. <laughs> doesn't feel maybe, right. Maybe it's three, maybe it's three to two, Chris. Yeah, that feels more that right. right. I think that sounds right. All right. Question. Wait, who won the dragon the Goku Saitama? Randy. Randy got that one. Yeah. Okay. So what about the song in the head? No, I did not win that one. Oh, I won that one. Mega Man. Yes, you did win that yeah. one. And I won so the first one. Three to four two, to Randy. One. Three, to right. two, three to two, Randy. All right. Um, all right. Your next one. What is the best meal for questing? Randy, you go first. You know what? I'm going to let Chris go first. I'm a gentleman. No, you're not. <laughs> You got can, the coin. You have. Can to go you first. define questing, please? Just just a little bit. Just a going little. On, going on a quest. Going on a quest. Okay, I can do that. Perfect meal for questing. You would think it's rations because everybody brings rations. Um, rations aren't that good though. They're not that tasty. I think it's probably a Cliff Bar because you can get them in all different flavors. <laughs> They have a lot of protein. <laughs> okay. So your answer is Cliff Bar. Final answer, Pat. All right. Locked in. Randy, that is a very practical answer. Chris. I love I love the answer. Your, your turn. So um this uh this answer, I mean, there's only one food you bring on a quest, Randy, and I can't believe you didn't think of this. It's lemboss bread. It's designed to give you energy, keeps you full. It's packaged easily, made by elves. You can carry a whole stack of it. It's super lightweight. I don't even Lemba's know what that bread. is. Lemboss bread? What is Lemba's that? bread. Yeah, lemboss bread. Uh, it keeps you guys up. So it's good the, the greatest quest ever, destroying the one ring. They survived on Lemba's Oh, bread. I should lose for not knowing that. Also, Chris, do you really have to do you really have to take me down every time you say an answer? Randy, Why do I how did you, you not know? Randy? How did you not know this? There's only one answer. Like, can we, can we so here's a funny story? When we were growing up in uh I don't know if you remember this, we went to Christmas down at our cousin's house in Binghamton, and he I remember he got a bag of chocolates and we had both uh, me and him. And I think you were probably old enough where you might have read Lord of our uh, Lord of the Rings by then. And so, Oh, it's super fan. It's uh, executive producer, Nick's that's whose house we were at. <laughs> uh, he comes in to the room and goes, guys, we were started like our all night video. When we would go down to his house, we'd just like sit up and play video games all night. So he goes, guys, I have the perfect thing for our video game. Uh, you know, marathon. He goes, look, for Christmas, I got Lembus bread. And he holds up one of, what are those square chocolates called? Giraldi? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he had like this 
salted caramel Geraldi chocolates. And he goes, this is our Lembas bread for playing video games all night. It was, <laughs> I loved it. Since then, I've loved Lembas bread. And that's the um, answer. Was the so correct I, answer. Meat see, the, the way you win these coins from Pat Randy is you give a good nerdy answer, but then link it to a personal experience. Tug at his heartstrings. So you way more personal experiences with your brother, Pat. This, uh, <laughs> so actually, neither of you get a coin because what? there is a correct answer. I can't believe you guys didn't say it. It's. <laughs> <laughs> How do you quest with meat it's and potatoes? Po- it's potatoes, guys. Come on. Quest. I don't know. You can't I don't, carry potatoes around. I don't know, Randy. Why don't you ask Samwise? <laughs> I thought you found those potatoes. You, you know boil what? Boil mash them, put them in a stew. In my quests, it's always, in, and I don't know why, maybe it's just the DMs, it's always pork. Like, there's always some pigs running around, and you always have to eat pork. I'm <laughs> like, guys, Most I'm Jewish. Let's take, not. Take place on a pig farm. <laughs> or the, their their favorite mini is probably the pig, and that's why we always have to mm. eat pork. Now you guys have to hunt your food. Oink, oink, oink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so no coins awarded. Mm. Oh, fiffed it. That was next. Next question. That's fair. What is your favorite dinosaur and why, Chris? Or was it Randy? Chris. Randy. It's Chris. No, it's Chris. No, it's Randy. He won the last coin, so he goes first. No, no one won the last coin. It's your turn. <laughs> he won. He's the last one to win. We're it. alternating. It's yeah. I don't turn. remember that rule, Chris. <laughs> yeah. uh, favorite dinosaur. Can I wish for more dinosaurs and say all of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember the name. It's the big white one in the newest Jurassic Park. I think a super dinosaur think, that can change its color and trick people into uh, open doors. His name is his name is Indominus Rex. That's the one, uh, Indominus Rex. Okay, Randy. Pterodactyl. <laughs> Easy pterodactyl. That's the reaction. Why? Why the pterodactyl? <laughs> because when it pees, it's silent. <laughs> Coin, Randy. <laughs> also, Chris, that was the worst answer to an honest question Chris, I've ever heard. Chris, all you had to name was a dinosaur, and it would give you a shot. <laughs> you just named a fake that. And if you had a killer joke with it, you win. Not even the best, <laughs> not even the best fake dinosaur. <laughs> All right, hey, Randy, I'm giving you my two coins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last question. If you were the captain of a spaceship, what would that spaceship be like? Would it be a big spaceship? Small spaceship? The B would be silent. Starship? Would the B be silent? Randy, you get to go first. Definitely a big spaceship. I think I'd get claustrophobic in a small one. Um, even though I do enjoy watching the shows with the small ones, it seems like cozy. I think I'd be claustrophobic. I like the idea of like passengers where it's like a generational ship or a generation ship where it's huge and you're growing plants on it. Uh, trees that last like 80, 90 years. There's all these different things you can do on it. Also the show that was on HBO max for a little bit or HBO with house, um, they had a giant spaceship where it was like kind of like a cruise spaceship where they all lived on it. 
Um, so definitely big with a bunch of different like areas with different cool activities, <laughs> space activities you could do. So like, you know, low gravity areas where you can have fun with low gravity, just like a, almost like a little village or city or town on a spaceship. That would be mine. So, so a lot of the stuff you named, I have not seen yet. Uh, I do want to see passengers. I haven't seen that yet. So the closest thing I think I can think of is Wally, the ship from Wally. And so you're that captain? No, no, I don't think so. I don't want to be that oh. captain, but I do like that ship. I captain think of that ship. I haven't really watched Wally in a very long time. But oh, sure? it's a great movie. so are we telling you which famous spaceship captain we are? No, or are we picking a ship. A ship, right? I just like thinking. I, I just want. like thinking of Randy as that that captain. <laughs> <laughs> Never watch Wally the same again. Pat, you get a coin for that. <laughs> But so, Chris, what would your spaceship be like if you were the captain of any sort of spaceship? Uh, Pat, some might say we're all passengers on Spaceship Earth. No. I, no, we're not going. No, wrong rule. I mean, that, but I'm not saying that <laughs> for my answer. I'm saying some might say that. Yeah, that's not a very cool ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You've been outside so, recently? terrible <laughs> have, you, have you seen the other passengers on this spaceship it's earth terrible. they suck it's terrible <laughs> you're a terrible captain <laughs> i'm not the captain though yes you are oh of this ship yes i'm the captain of spaceship earth the beginning of the question was if you were <laughs> the captain of a spaceship who's gonna turn this what, spaceship earth around what would that spaceship be like how do i how do i steer the spaceship earth if i'm the captain autopilot baby <laughs> where's the button so my ship honestly i was going back and forth like a uh a smaller ship with a ragtag crew and you know just going out and getting in hijinks and adventures like cowboy bebop or space quest space quest or what's the show with nathan fillion that firefly, firefly. that's the one yeah I don't want to be that type of captain. Um, and that I don't want a small ship like that, you know, six, seven. I, if I'm going to be a captain, you know, Randy brought up a good point of like a big crew, you know, uh, like generations, and you have like, you know, almost like a giant cruise ship, like in Wally. No, I'm going bigger. If I'm the captain, I'm going to captain a Death Star. And <laughs> that's my ship is going around i'm not gonna be like the evil captain who's gonna blow up planets because my emperor tells me to but i might i mean i have that ability as a captain um but i want to be nice and make friends with the galaxy but definitely gonna be a death star and i'm gonna first off my first order of duty as captain is seal the portholes and the exhaust pipes done but then how are you renting them out another way we're not gonna be able to drop photon torpedoes down pipes okay okay and we're gonna put guards around the core interior a couple of tie fighters just that's their job circling that's all they do i feel like the death star would be the least fun ship to be on not just because not it's I'm not, when i'm the captain it's not gonna be a death star it's gonna be a party star <laughs> <Fun time. laughs> okay 
emblem of victory playing throughout. <laughs> we're going to have the southern, the southern uh, uh, south of the equator is sword zone. You have to have a sword on the southern. What? If you pass to the southern equator, whatever your sword is, you want a lightsaber, you want a giant sword. That's the training area. Swords and north of the equator is Indominus dragons. Rexes, just dragons <laughs> roaming, roaming, around. roaming around. Pat was the correct answer. Uh and that the northern ice cap, that's the kids' zone. Kids run run it and take that's their uh where they take over. Yeah, I do think I, I do have to give it the credit. Also, video game systems in every room. I Hold I'm, on. I didn't finish my answer. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I'm giving it to Chris. Super NES in every room. He was able to ramble on enough to come out with all these details <laughs> yeah, we, that, were, that were pretty good. Um, <laughs> personally, ah, man, both of you guys went, you gave me a lot to think about. Would you I, go small or big? Because that's, I think that's the first question. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for me, uh, I would go like that, that good size. Like for me, it's like a set, like, uh, like six to six to six to eight people. Like the Firefly ships that you were talking about. Like for me, that for me, I was like, I heard about, that's actually around where I would want to. I, I want how big my. Ship I heard. I honestly, I heard like one to one to two people is a good size. <laughs> Oh man, we uh, uh, we really went off the rails. <laughs> well, on that note, Chris, here's your coin. But I believe overall, Randy, you have collected the most coins. Yes, tossing lots of coins into Randy this game. Winner. Good job. So, Chris, Chris great one answers, to one. Though. I think Chris won last time by a landslide. No, Chris gave out the last time. Chris gave out the coin. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I have said one. I think Pat won Those are great questions, Pat. I'm I'm going to think about all of them before I go to sleep again, and how all my questions had a lot of innuendo in them. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Those jokes flying around tonight. Yeah. Yeah, this one, little Nikki, don't uh, don't listen to this one. Wait a time at the end. <laughs> yeah. But all right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Castbringers. Remember, if you ever have any questions that you want the guys to ask, or if you have any articles to submit for the Killing Blow, please send them to castbringers at gmail.com. Again, that's castbringers at gmail.com. Also, feel free to send us any topics you'd like discussed, ideas for different content later on. It'd be great. Make sure to check out our Instagram. We have new episodes of Giant Sword Club coming out every couple of days. Chris has been cranking Maybe them out. once a week. I said I said once a week. So <laughs> check those out, though. Good stuff. And always remember, we'll keep casting. You keep listening. Hey, Randy. Hey, Chris. What do you get 
when you get a row of rabbits getting a haircut? What? A receding hairline. <laughs> 